How does the African concept of Ubuntu fuse with the ancient Roman philosophy of Stoicism? In more ways than you may think. Today we talk about linguistic roots, individualism versus collectivism, as well as proverbs and philosophy. Hello, this is Anya Leonard, founder and director of Classical Wisdom, a site dedicated to bringing ancient wisdom to modern minds. You can find us now, along with our free newsletter, at classicalwisdom.substack.com. Today I'm talking with Titsu Maloma from South Africa, who is an innovation scholar, product creator, entrepreneur, and author of several books, including Introducing Ubuntu Stoicism, Gain Joy, Resilience, Productivity, and Diffuse Anxiety. But before we begin our understanding of Ubuntu and Stoicism, a quick thank you to our Classical Wisdom Society members who make this podcast possible. If you would like to become a society member and help support the classics, please go to classicalwisdom.substack.com and subscribe. You can also help us out by subscribing to our podcast channel. Just hit that red button subscribe to get your monthly dose of the classics. Now onto ways to gain joy, resilience, productivity, and diffuse anxiety. Well, um, I think you've written a very interesting book that's sort of fusing Ubuntu and Stoicism, which I don't know if uh, everybody has heard of that connection before, calling Introducing Ubuntu Stoicism, Gain Joy, Resilience, Productivity, and Diffuse Anxiety. Now, I imagine a lot of my listeners already have a pretty basic understanding of Stoicism with a capital S, um, uh-huh. but are perhaps a little less familiar with the philosophy of Ubuntu. So, um, which is at least certainly the case for myself. I've really been enjoying mm-hmm. learning a bit more about it in preparation for this podcast. Um, but I'd like to perhaps start with a general understanding of what this philosophy is about. So um, let, me, let me start with um, Ubuntu is, is uh, the way Ubuntu means, uh, means humility, right? Now, the, the philosophy extends all the way from um, 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 Western Africa all, all the way downwards to, 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 to Southern Africa. So the, 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 it sort of became, I mean, so it's, it's more so based on African proverbs. Uh, every culture has prophets. They, they have proverbs, they have this, you know, pithy sayings that you know some uh, most times they, they they communicate virtue they communicate you know all, all the good things humility so in in our case uh down in africa we, we call it ubuntu um i think i, I don't know if I've, I've done a bit of a job in sort of expanding the, the meaning of, of ubuntu now is it like kind of a, a full set of philosophy or is it mostly just a word or a concept that people kind of understand a little bit differently from country to country I would say it's it's more so um, a, um, a concept. So in in South Africa, for example, we've got eleven official languages, and in all in in in, um, in most of those languages, I'm Bedi, That's my tribe and culture. Uh, we've got Ubuntu in Zulu. It's they've got Ubuntu in Kosa, They've got Ubuntu in Zimbabwe. They call it Unu. Um, in in in, um, in most of, of, of sort of the sub-Saharan countries, they, they call it Ubuntu. Even in, in Rwanda, they've got a language called uh, Kirundi. They, they, they still call it Ubuntu. So from that, I think, you know, it just sort of conceptualizes the, the humility um, as, as, a, as a concept that, that, that we have. So most of, of our proverbs, or rather maybe significant amount of our proverbs, 
um, tend towards um, a meaning of humility. So I would say that's what sort of encompasses us. It's really interesting that it's a, a concept that sort of bridges both cultures, languages, mm-hmm. and territories. I mean, do yes. you have any insight in sort of the history of it, how it sort of spread among the region? So one, one of the hypotheses is that, um, which I believe is the strong one, so around 5,000 um, years ago, um, they call it the Great uh, Bandu expansion, exp- uh, expansion right? Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we came down from... Um, sort of central Western Africa, all the way downwards. So hence, even the, 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 the word Ubuntu is in most of these languages. So in, in all, all the languages, you would hear a bit of um, similarity in certain words. Um, but like, um, so like I said, I'm, I'm Bedi, that's my language, that's my culture. We've got Ubuntu in Zulu, they've got, they've got that. And then in Zimbabwe, in Angola, in Rwanda. So I would say, Linguistically, we sort of evolved, and then um, all these uh, cultures expanded, and you know, they, they were some were coming together, as you can imagine, how history uh, paths down, people exchanging ideas. Sometimes maybe there's war, there's this, there's that, and it's, it it so happens that you know we are we are connected with that, and that, that it so happens that I guess we chose Ubuntu as as sort of a philosophy that that. Um, brings us sort of uh, together in, in that sense. I'd love to do just a deep dive into linguistics, but I think I should mm-hmm. probably steer us back to philosophy. So yes. the kind of the term and the concept um, is, is humility, is humanity, is society. And can you maybe expand a little bit more on the multifaceted nature maybe of this mm-hmm. concept? I, w- I would say it's, 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 um, it's humility, it's humanity. Um, again, maybe the connection to stoicism, it's, it's more so virtue, how to act in a community so that um, your actions really do benefit sort of the whole, the whole community and, and, uh, rather than just being individualistic. You can imagine um, historically when we're maybe still, you know, staying in traveling in, in, in tribes, there needed to be a form of, uh, of, of governance, right? So that we 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 are we get along. Even if we fight, there, there would be, I would say, sort of rules that we follow. Even in marriages, so that we we stay together, and then so that everyone really does thrive as a tribe, and even the nearby tribes. I'll, I'll maybe put it that put it in that sort of angle. So you mentioned stoicism, and this is where the kind of crux of your book is: is how these mm-hmm. two, like a philosophy and concept, overlap. Um, so you yes. mentioned virtue. How how does virtue play a role in in these two different philosophies and concepts? Like I'll I'll give an example. There's there's one proverb that says, um, "No matter how hard you try, anger cannot cook yam." So yam is a it's a it's a it's an edible. It's a root basis. You have to boil it. So in in, in a simple sense, it says that however you're you're you're, you're angry. Like uh, there's another. A quote, English quote that says, uh, problems are not solved with the same consciousness, meaning um, it's, it's a virtuous thing to sort of calm down when you're angry, maybe wait a day to, you know, get even insights from other people so that you can rationally look at the problem, break it down and maybe try to 
solve it with whatever parties involved in it. So, like I'm saying, virtue is quite uh, crucial for I, for I would say for any culture. Like we have to be virtuous. It's not only you know saying words. It's it's in it's in the it's in our actions. And I would say that's what really sort of brought me to fuse the two philosophies in that. It's one thing just saying things, but you have to leave them because mo- most of the harm that we 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 we, um, we ha- the ways we we harm people most of it's 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 the action. So if you are virtuous, um, action wise, which is what I'd say virtue is, you have to be you know your actions have to speak virtue so that even when you say things, um, there's they are they are in collaboration. What you say and what you do. You know, I, I love that. And I think that's such an important point um, that many people maybe miss that, that action is essential. There's a great Marcus Aurelius quote where he says, you know, waste no time thinking what a good man is, be one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and our thoughts are, are important and our words are important, but most importantly, we are defined by our actions. And um, true, true. virtuous actions are, is an essential element of being a virtuous person and that's mm-hmm. what we have to do in order to to sort of build our, our character um what role does personal responsibility play um you know in in the book i say that um, um most of this proverbs and and even in, in in stoicism like if if i act well individually um, um and my character it's, it's of a good person it's a motivation to everyone in, 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 my, in my community. So acting well, it's, it's beneficial for me. I can become productive. And then at the same time, that uh, me being productive, it's, it's, it's good for, for my, for my uh, community. So I would say everything, or at least how I try to live, or at least I see it as a beneficial way for people to live. Like practically, you have to take personal responsibility and then in, in hope that, you know, it, 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 everyone in, 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 your, in your surroundings really um, is inspired by that so that also they would, you know, take personal responsibility as well. Yeah, I think it's interesting to think that um, personal responsibility, maybe we might think of that as very individualistic, but that you're saying mm-hmm. that it is with the goal of helping your community. Um, which True. is another interesting kind of overlap, I think, between these concepts, mm-hmm. um, because stoicism is very community based as well. So mm-hmm. maybe we could talk a bit more about how this philosophy and concepts rely on us being social creatures. So um, um, one of the things that I do, it's, it's, it's I'm more, I'm, I'm sort of, a, I'm, I'm a researcher of, of, of innovation. And then I, what I found is that Again, uh, innovation is really history. Um, you can imagine as an individual, let's say 4,000 years ago, you know, you are in the African savannah and you're by yourself. Like, I mean, it's, you are prey for, for most animals or for other people. So now, now the innovation happens that you start sticking together as sort of as community. It, so, even that, so now you maybe you're a community of 20 people, you're a community of 150 people. You need, you need a way to, to be cohesive, to be productive, meaning um, a division of duties. Maybe someone is skilled in shooting an arrow. Maybe someone is skilled in running and, 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 and I don't know, throwing stones. So 
that division of 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 labor really it's social cohesion it's it's how more other innovations happen you know we have to divide labor so that at the end of the day all all the collections all the innovations that we bring to our say a community society or tribe they all are cohesive in sort of making sure that we survive and again we we prosper and we create more innovations. You say division of labor, and I immediately think of sort of Adam Smith and the free market. And I guess yes. it's interesting because a lot of people would say that there's different ways to find that cohesion. And mm-hmm. um, for some that believe in the, the free market, for instance, that social cohesion would be by everybody just doing their divisible roles. Um, but I, I kind of got the feeling that for Ubuntu and for Stoicism, it's it's less about free market and it's more about thinking about, no, I don't want to say the greater good because then you're going to start thinking utilitarianism, but <laughs> about, about the community first and then the individual yes. second. I, I, would, I, would, I would put it in, in that way, yes. Um, imagine you were this Roman emperor in those days. Every other um, um, sort of nation near you wants, wants to invade you. Now, what do you do? Are you going to say again, you are a peaceful person, you're a sort of a stoic. Are you going to say, look, I think I'm going to stop being the emperor and then everyone will have all this freedom. Or are you going to say, okay, guys, let's still organize. I'm still maybe the king. Let's make sure there is, we've got a, a, a very impeccable army that will protect us against the outsiders. outsiders. In, in, in one realm, thinking this emperor, all this power he wants it for for himself but then again if he gives everyone freedom now there are no laws who's going to keep up the laws and like like i said with with think, everything evolves even law evolved so from those days to today laws build on top of each other on top of each other to at least try to build a, a cohesive society that's that's better um, for all like even, even even though maybe people st- today still bemoan our current society, but looking back from where we come from, it's a whole lot better um, from even medicine, from, from again, laws, from all these different things. And those things wouldn't have happened in, if, if there wasn't any sort of unity. Every em, 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 empire that conquered another empire, there was unity in that. And until there was such a time that um, morality was was evolving in a, in a in a different way say okay let's put laws let's put democracy let's put sovereign sovereignty again even a sovereign nation someone is always even today also all, all nations are supposed to be sovereign but someone is always trying to conquer them in one way or another now you mentioned a few times meat proverbs being very important um specifically in africa but i think the world over um, how do you think the prov- the medium of proverbs like helps us understand a philosophy better? So um, um, I'm, I'm, I was looking at 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 at, um, at at sort of the old, oldest writing ever discovered. I think it was five thousand. It's five thousand years ago. I, I could wow. I could be wrong. <laughs> so. I said, remember the great boundary exp- um, expansion was 5,000 years BC. So for, 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 for quite some, like writing is really a new medium of, of, of communication. So let's say there was only um, um, oral literature 
So I would say proverb, it's more like a meme. And it's like a meme, it's an image. And, <laughs> and then a proverb would be, it's, it's, it's this catchy sort of saying, but the way it's packaged, it's like, okay, there's, there's, there's teachings in it. There's, 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 there's a, it communicates virtue. It communicates a situation that you might run into. And, like, and then when, when you get into a problem, you remember that sort of proverb. So I think all I would say all cultures have, have proverbs and and um, just so in particular for 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 Africa historically we do have those many proverbs and another I guess that proverbs were were the technology um, um, on top of the technology of language to sort of carry you know different meanings and different advices and counsels that would move from generation to generation. That's, that's really how I think of, of proverbs. I think that comparison to memes is perfect. Uh, that's wonderful. We <laughs> should, we should just start up a bunch of Instagram accounts of famous <laughs> uh, African proverbs, famous, you know, yes. proverbs the world over the best proverbs mm-hmm. in the world. That would be, I think that'd be a great <laughs> account, but you're, you're right. It's, it's something that can have a strong moral lesson or virtue or perspective mm-hmm. giving but in a, a way that you can remember it, uh, which would be True. so essential historically. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite African proverbs, and I think I first saw it, I want to say in Zimbabwe, was, um, I, I want to say it was even written in the airport <laughs> in like mm-hmm. Harare or something, or maybe it was in South Africa. But if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together, which is a very famous one. I know that's, that's one of the, uh, the, the famous one. And, and, and again, it's great. Like, like you, you can't really, I mean, you can achieve much on your own, but even that much at some point needs other people. I mean, yeah. we, we're using an app to communicate. Um, you, let's say you were recording a video by yourself, but I mean, someone made that app. <laughs> so it's, it's you and that's someone. I, I just think of it in, in that sort of sense. Do you think that proverb also sort of could convey or encapsulate the idea that there's there are times when it's good to be individualistic and there's times when it's essential to be community focused? Is there like a, a balance between those two or, I mean, is there only one or I'm trying to get, get the guts of the yeah. community versus good, individual. Good question. You know, I think um, today's society um, encourages, you know, individualism, so to say. So, again, all the old proverbs, most of them don't really um, encourage individualism. Um, if they, uh, but now, I'm, I'm just, again, I'm, I'm also wondering, like, okay, say maybe 50 years from now, well, there, there are so many codes you run across Twitter where it's, they are very much individualistic. I don't know if in, in 50 years from now, people will be using those codes for, for individualism. So maybe again, I, I, like I'm thinking as I'm talking to you now, I, I look at it maybe in, in this way. Uh, when the world is good, we can re- really be individualistic as we like. But now let's say an extreme happens. Uh, let's take COVID for, for example. Like, you know, people who stayed alone really, I really did feel for them. And, and, and I'm sure there are those that realize, okay, just being alone, you need that sense of community. You miss seeing your uncle who's maybe 
um, 200 kilometers away, but then now there were this all these all these restrictions. You couldn't see them. So life in it in it of itself will always remind us that we do need each other. So when times are good, we, we can be individualistic as much as we like, but you know there will always be something that something bad or extreme that happens that will you know remind us that we need each other. Um, if if I'm drowning in a pool, I need someone to come save me. That's in a in a small sense. So let's say in times of war, again, we really we do need as much as we can forget or due to all these innovations, uh, the good times. Um, the world really to always remind us that we we really do need each other. So I know I'm scattered with with with, with answering it, but I just that's how I think of it. So I'm thinking i'm thinking as I was, I was i was talking so i see it in that way so now bringing back stoicism and ubuntu for me they are a reminder that alone i'm i'm nothing and then if i'm too individualistic i can't really be a good community member i can't be a good family member i can be a good friend because we we all this we, we need all those different compartments in our in our lives i think that's a good point that it sort of the milieu of the society in this in a situation of current events can yes. affect how um how necessary the individual versus the community can be um and i think another element of it is an important important point of a lot of ancient philosophies and i'm thinking specifically of aristotle here but um you know it does come up a lot in stoicism is is friendship and relationships mm-hmm. and that uh that at the end of our days we look back on our lives and and we measure it in part not specifically about what we've done but the relationships we've built um and i think that's a, a way you can even see it the the fusion of the individual and the community is even just your individual relationships and that dedicating your time and energy to ensure that you have those good relationships with the people around you is, uh, is instrumental to having a good and virtuous and happy life. Yeah. I mean, if, if you are a selfish friend and you know, you're not really a friend and people will, will really see that it, it might not be today, but tomorrow they will see it. And if, if you are really honest with yourself, you will like say, okay, I wasn't really a good friend, so I need to make amends. Even if it's not, it's 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 this relationship is beyond repair. The next relationship that I have, I really need to be dynamic. I can't I can't be just selfish and take from people. Even in business, in 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 all these things, in all these different spheres of engagement, it, it really does apply that you know your individualism. Um, it's good, I'm sure, in 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 other aspects, but it's not really good if, if because you always need people. Um, would you say there's any major differences between Ubuntu and Stoicism? You know, I don't. I don't like to think of it as 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 really. You know, there are big differences because they both communicate virtue. They both communicate action. Um, just maybe perhaps they evolved in, in different times or in different worlds. And for me, it was just a matter of, like I was saying, I wasn't trying to be very philosophical or maybe trying to um, go towards being academic about it. I was just using it as, let's say, two technologies, bringing them in my world in a way that 
really helps me. And um, one of one of my most popular writings, it's 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 the concept of it's, it's this concept of Ubuntu Stoicism, uh, more especially on on Medium. And people were writing to me, say, okay, this is quite interesting. I like it. I really do get practical use out of it. And I, I mean, that, that's the use for me. It's not necessarily comparing them. I, I think if, um, as anyone would be interested in history, understanding Ubuntu, like I was explaining to you at the beginning that sort of how, you know, there's, there's the weight Ubuntu in all these different languages down here. And then I, I guess that's just interesting to, to, to understand. And then most people who are sort of um, proponents of Stoicism do understand uh, the whole history of, of, of Stoicism. I guess maybe um, Stoicism is more nuanced, detailed in terms of where it comes from, whereas maybe Ubuntu is not so much so. Now, just a yeah. very, very, very <laughs> final point, just to because you've already no, been no, so cool. generous with your time. Um, <laughs> where can my listeners, your classicalism speaker listeners, find your your book, your work? Uh, where where should they seek you out? All right. Um, so I've I've got this will be my eighth book. Um, it's it's it'll be it comes out on the thirtieth of of September this month. So it's available on Amazon uh, for pre-order. It's available on iTunes. So most of the sort of Western world uh, online stores, the book there is available. In South Africa, it will be available in all bookstores. Um, now we're finalizing the editing and next week we should go for printing. So hopefully, you know, um, at least by the 25th, it will be in bookstores. If you are late, probably the uh, the first of October. So, um, Amazon. Everyone elsewhere in the world, all my books are available on Amazon. Even this one is on pre-order there. That is very exciting. Thank you so much. No, thank you very much. Uh, this 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 talk really was was um, it it made me think, you know, <laughs> in in sort of all different ways, and I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. for listening to Classical Wisdom Speaks. Please go to classicalwisdom.substack.com to learn more about our work and to sign up for our free newsletter. To learn more about Titsitu Maloma, please go to his website, titsitumaloma.co.za. The link is below. Thank you again. <laughs>